This is the Sound of a Cross Season 1 Highlights. In terms of, obviously, you've had more opportunities, you've, you've accomplished more, you've achieved more being here than, than the UK. What's a tip or what's a tip you would give to someone who is planning on re- re- relocating from UK, US or to Ghana that wants to kind of make it in creative arts, for example? I mean, I'm sure you've learned some things, but probably, that probably be, I think we need another podcast one day. Mm. But what's one tip you would give to someone that, one that wants to relocate from wherever in the West to, to Ghana mm. and one tip for the creatives who want to come out here and, and make something happen um, to do your homework definitely I think this applies to people who are looking to do creative things or, or not when they return to Ghana do your homework because I think the best thing you need to do is to hit the ground running in Ghana um, absolutely I meet a lot of people who who, who come to Ghana and they say okay I'm going to holiday for the first two weeks three weeks yeah. and then I'm going to start trying to work yeah. and that's I, th- I think there's not much advice that I would say is universal um, to come into Ghana but I would definitely say that's the wrong way to do it you want to hit the ground running so that you have a bunch of connections you have a, a bunch of events that you already know that you have to go to exactly. a bunch of forums that you're already connected to yeah. you're connected to all those things and then you can come to Ghana and then if you want mm-hmm. for your first three weeks four weeks don't contact anybody just relax enjoy yourself <laughs> go to your ho- your um, to your Kumasis go to the north yeah. go to the Takrady whatever you want to do and then yeah. travel around a little bit and see things yeah. and knowing that when you do decide to switch on the the faucet if you're from um, America or the tap if you're from UK <laughs> to then start okay all the people that I've been speaking to before I landed let me now engage with them I know that this event happens every Thursday I know that this event happens every third Friday yeah. I know this happens every other Sunday I can confirm on social media yeah. and then literally within a couple of weeks you are tapped into a lot of things that, that, that are sort of happening but um, please awesome. don't come to Ghana, Ghana like and, 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 and then do nothing for the first few weeks and then maybe you're planning to spend two months here or something and then think that okay my first month chilling my second month will be um, work because it will take you a a month just to now then start getting connected to things so yeah. at least if you've done the homework before you land you can come <laughs> and then you can do your chilling and then you can connect to things so please do your homework um, have a list um, of all your tag words um, we we're talking about some RSS feeds earlier exactly, yeah. um, have your tag words um, for what your interests are mm-hmm. and then do a search on it in, in your preparation for coming to Ghana do 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 a, do a, a daily if possible weekly at least search and then what you will start to do is you'll start to see people and places and forums and okay so these guys do this thing where they talk about something that i'm interested in okay this actor that i'm following went goes to this thing and then little by little you get a list of events a list of locations a list of influencers yeah that, yeah okay these are the guys i need to link up with yeah write them emails dms if possible yeah and then say listen i'll be in town lie about when you're going to be in town if you need to i'm going to be in town i'd love to link up with you um can we do that and then um that that, that's definitely the way forward and is your affinity with your country due to the fact that it's growing economically or do you just generally love your country Mm. irrespective of what position it may find itself in 
you know, do we grow an attachment to to our country because it's now doing well? Yeah. Or do we love our countries irrespective of of, of what financial situation it, it may be in? Exactly. And I think that you know it's good that Accra is rising, and I think at the core of of thriving cities is is mm. the people that work in their cities, right? The yeah. People that bring it together, um, you know, and again, it's can can a nation move that way progressively and still preserve its culture um and can it move that way progressively and still look after the needy you know we know africa's a developing country it's not yeah. a developed country mm. it's still Ooh, developing that's a that's a that's, um, that's a key word we, say that again we, <laughs> africa is a developing it's a developing sorry forgive me I made a big blunder. Africans are developing continent. Yeah. Excuse my slip of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, Africa is a developing continent. Ghana is a developing country. Um, it's not a developed country. Mm. And so, what does along the way to prosperity, we do not want to forget humble beginnings. We do not want to forget the, the impoverished villages and towns that make up the authenticity of Ghana and yeah. our historic values and our historic struggles. Yeah. And, you know, when, when we want to aspire to a Western way of living, we've got to keep asking ourselves, what is it about that Western way of living that is, that is desirable? What, what is this perception of wealth or this perception of the good life? Yeah. What does that look like? Does it look like flashy things, shiny buildings, um, you know, world tiled pavements and <laughs> mobile phones and phone masks and 5G and 4G and whatever it is? Yeah. Does it look like a highly technic- technological advanced nation? But that doesn't necessarily equate to um, happiness or doesn't necessarily equate to, you know, an incredible environment. Yeah. You know, these are, these are just signs of globalization, but some people actually want to go back to organic way of living or, or they want to go back to, um, the simple life. And some people go to certain countries as a retreat from globalization, <laughs> as a retreat from, you know, um, yeah cities that are built up that's a good point. where there's no green spaces etc i mean a, a part of the african culture that is wonderful is seeing sometimes some of the patches that aren't fully developed yeah. there's a sense of rawness there. Like there's a sense of historic rawness yeah. you know nature for what it is so i remember when i visited one of my um uncles and in, in one of the village towns that my family's from in ghana um <laughs> He had a, he has an amazing view, a stupendous view from his balcony that overlooks like the whole landscape. And he said to me, hmm. in the next five, ten years or so, all the lovely fields that you see here will all be buildings. And I said, you know what? I don't actually think that's a good thing. Hmm. I said, as much as the catering to you know, maybe a population, a slight a population increase, you are running the risk of losing that authenticity of yeah. what you see yeah. in terms of the landscapes, the mountains, the culture. Yeah. And I said, I think, you know, the government should actually preserve some of it, you know, because there is beauty in seeing nature for what it is. Yeah. So, mm, totally. you know, it's good that a is beaming. 
But who is it benefiting? You know, like I said, it's got mm. a, it's got to benefit the nation. It's got to benefit the people. And we that are here in London, um, I think be proud of your country. Be proud of who you are. Yeah. Be proud to be black, etc. Yeah. But above all of those things, you're your own person. Um, so just be influential in the right way and impact people positively. I think that's the most important thing. I did an exhibition out here. Like, I just, I don't know what just fueled me. I was like, I'm going to come. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I did. And I was like, okay, I think there's opportunity in Ghana. You know, I think it's a nice country. Um, obviously, as most African countries, there's always development issues going on and all the other plethora of stuff. But I feel like, you know, there's an opportunity there. And I've always wanted to sort of go back home, just not knowing how that's going to work because obviously like my country is not necessarily not saying it's not advanced, but there's just in terms of development. Yeah. In terms of, you know, Ghana's a lot further ahead. And so, and nothing yeah, happened, by the way, yeah. <laughs> and then for two years, nothing happened. I carried on with my life in the UK, frustrated, of course. It's cold. You know how the UK can be. And then in 2018, I decided to actually go back to school to do my master's in, in international business management. And that was, I think, the beginning of that feel of, okay, I need to make this decision. Am I going to go? Am I not going to go? Then in 2019, I decided to do an event in Ghana. Okay. So we did a beauty event in Ghana, and that went well. And that was like the catalyst that kind of started the, okay, I think I'm going to move to Ghana. I don't know how I'm going to move to Ghana, but I think... I'm going to be able to move to Ghana. (laughs) And then I came back again in end of September, October to do a little business. Um, And then before that, I'd gotten support from the Department of International Trade to in the UK to access new markets. And also, so Ghana was my choice choice market. And so that was how I actually ended up coming to Ghana and getting that support. In Ghana. Yeah, so that was the journey of it all. And I thought, and then, you know, I went back and I thought, okay, I think, you know, I want to move. Because it's like, what is really there for me in the UK? Um, in that <laughs> My family and friends are there, that's great. But yeah. ultimately, you know, what, what is it that I see the future as? And yeah. so I told my mom, to my parents, um, to my family, of course, I went through the whole, do you know what you're doing? Da, 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 da. You're going to a different country. You're not Ghanaian. What are you going to do? How are you going to make okay. money? You know, all the, all the, I mean, if you are of African descent and you have mm-hmm. parents immigrated from Africa to the oh. UK. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know that thing. Where do you <laughs> Uh, there's something that goes in their mind like she's lost her mind um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure what was, yeah so she's like are you okay why do you want to go back <laughs> and you want to go to <laughs> so, but eventually I said to her, you know just let me try it uh, my roots will always kind of be in the UK and if it doesn't work you know I'll come back I am um, you know I don't think <laughs> Yeah, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. So that was how I packed up. And then I set a date. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, I'm going to start 2020 in a new country, a new city. 
and I'm going to like make it work and I'm going to spend this new decade almost like this because you know we're into this new decade on the continent yeah. and mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do since I was 19 um, yeah. and I think this is the time to do it and that was how I packed my bags um, and we landed on the 28th of December 2019 <laughs> and we've been here six months <laughs> wow. yeah Wow. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I started life in Ghana. Um, I had to get my daughter's school. I had to get a place out here. Yeah, just and yeah, start fresh. Um, and just yeah, really start fresh. So yeah, that's how I I kind of got here in a in a condensed and concise way. <laughs> <laughs> even as a condensed and concise way, I was even expecting it to be a little bit shorter. But hey, lo and behold, I mean, I think there's there's so much that we could actually discuss just from those five minutes that you've just opened up. So, if, so first of all, thank you for sharing that story. Um, that was that was quite something. Um, so if we kind of backtrack to to what you said at the beginning so you know you were working as a social worker before and then you said you lost that position and then you know that kind of like opens the door for you to you know try something else and just try and you know you know maybe start your own thing because you know you look at the pandemic a lot of people now are starting their own thing because they've lost jobs and they're looking for inspiration to kind of you know be self-sustainable so i really i want to applaud you for doing that first and foremost thank and, you and then you're welcome you're welcome and then um what i find interesting is that you thought that everyone uses soap so why not you know make make soap and go into that business and then you know knowing that there's other there's a whole bunch of competition out there um so you still believe that you know you can come up with a, a product that that can sit in the market nicely and you can still package and sell which which is really really great um and then i was obviously of course that you you know you had the daughter and then you obviously you, you moved to, to ghana sorry and then you know you mentioned that you know you had the first exhibition in ghana and that was kind of like what kind of made you think about moving to Ghana? Because when you came, you really enjoyed it and you were thinking about leaving the UK, um, which is quite common. More and more people now are leaving the UK and they're now relocating yes, to West Africa. Yes, initially I was yeah. in Nigeria and I just felt like God really ordered my steps here, but I was, I was, mm. red- I was, I was in that country. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nigeria is okay, but I mean, I think Ghana's home. Ghana's definitely home. I mean, when you're out in Nigeria, there's a different different kind of feel to it i mean yeah, yeah yeah different kind of feel to it too many power cuts in nigeria for my liking i mean i was in the shopping mall last year in in nigeria and it was light off come on like, yeah. let's, let's be real yeah. <laughs> but yeah honestly it's, it's such a it's such an inspiring story in terms of what you've done you know in terms of where you were before and where you are now um and also what i want to say as well is that um I think it's quite I think it's quite interesting that you start a consultancy on the back of the the workshops and that you were doing in London because you know I think what you did was quite clever you took the knowledge that you then skills that you picked up from learning how to run a business and then you yeah. used that to kind of start a consultancy and yeah. now you that's something that you've added to your um to your business alongside the the soap business that you have right now. And so you said five years later, after kind of learning how to make soaps and learning about skincare, you know, you've, you've now kind of gone into the business kind of full on, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm committed. This is a long term marriage. We're we're, we're, gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make it all the way. We might, you know, stop and have, um, you know, as with any business, you just go through some days. And especially trying to set it up here in Ghana, I've just gone through days, and I'm like, hell no, I am getting back on the flight back to the UK. Like I could, <laughs> I, you know, I don't need this. So, but no, that's it. But I'm so committed to it that until I kind of see it done, I don't mm-hmm. think I have, you know, I don't think I'll, I'll be happy. So, yeah, uh, I need to try. And if it doesn't work, then I know, you know, it works. But yeah, mm. mm. I, I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. And that's a big takeaway. I mean, some people are scared to try, but if you at least try, and even mm-hmm. if you fail, at least you can say that you've tried. And um, that's something I want to applaud you for. And then again, you know, you had the the, st- the African parents, you know, stereotype where you can't do this, you can't do that. But, um, but lo and behold, you still kind of managed to kind of, you know, talk your family into it. And then, you know, I'm sure they've supported you now, seeing that you've settled in nicely you know, yes, with, your, with your daughter. Yeah. Like, okay, we're waiting for you when you're ready. So it's good because that's opened a lot of people. Now, if all my family wants to come and visit Ghana now. Because you know, we should do that first. That's really good as well. So yeah, no, they're definitely more comfortable with me being out here. They always have their concern, and that's good because they are mm. my family. Um, of course, that, yeah, those as well, and that's good. But definitely, they are definitely more comfortable, and they're, they're a lot. They, I can see they're happy as well in terms of the decision I made. So that that's good. This is the sound of a cross season one highlights.